Wyverns and Weirdos Curse of Strahd is a horror-themed campaign, and as such, contains dark themes, including descriptions of gore, violence, and other features intrinsic to the gothic horror genre. Hello, and welcome to Wyverns and Weirdos Dark's Curse of Strahd. I'm your Dungeon Master, Darby, and joining me as always are Zoe, playing Celia, Emily, playing Beatrice, Laura, playing Comrade, Mitch playing Designation 42, excellent, and Johanna playing 4. Let's jump into it. So, last time the party started their journey into Castle Ravenloft while Exley uh, delivered a letter to alert Strahd of uh, something he was planning to do, and then did that thing, which was removing the bones of St. Andrew from the Church of St. Andrew, uh, thus leaving Arena vulnerable. Um, Exley got away um, when Strahd arrived with Van Richten, not knowing what Exley had done. offering to play Distraction while Exley made his way to Ravenloft. And Exley was basically arriving upon the grounds of Ravenloft at the time. Um, so, uh, we are going to jump inside Castle Ravenloft uh, to where the party are at the base of some stairs. Underneath the grand landing. Okay. Um, kind of, kind of like crouches down because I know that Beatrice was kind of peering up. Be like, does it look safe? Uh, I cannot see anything at the moment. He looks back at the map and he's like, "Well, this probably looks like the best way. Hopefully." If we are stealthy. Correct. When he turns it looks at the prime. <laughs> um, look- mm-hmm. Yeah. Beatrice uh, is going to uh, stealthily keeping to the side, uh, climb the stairs to the top of the landing. Okay. To sort of scope out. So probably up into a corner. Yeah, so in the landing, um, you see the frescoes depict armoured knights on horseback, their finer features faded beyond recognition. Dust floats in the air here. At each end of the south wall, a staircase rises into the darkness. Between the staircases are twin alcoves, each one containing a standing suit of armour covered with dark stains. Each suit of armour clutches a mace, the business end of which has been... is shaped like a dragon's head. Words engraved on the arches above the suit of armour have been scratched out. Mm. Beatrice relays this to the others. Okay, seems like safe. We should probably press on. Everyone in agreement? Yes. Yes. I think we should be very careful of the uh, armour. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, Connor will turn to Prime and then he'll be like, 
Okay, prime instruction. If you understand. Stand here at base of stairs. Come if I put my hand up like this. He puts his hand like just straight up in the air. Otherwise, stand guard, defend, keep eye out for your master. Otherwise, if not us, attack. But stand guard for now. Good man. And he just like <laughs> pats him on the, right. on the, the wrist. I don't know. Those all. were those were a lot of big words for poor okay. prime. <laughs> poor prime, sorry, right. prime. <laughs> and then kind of will sneak up the stairs. All right. Sevia will follow, but she'll like look at fall as if to be like she has not stopped holding their hand, I will mm -hmm. state, unless he has stopped holding her hand. Oh, no. But no, she'll just, not. like, look at Fall and just kind of be like, here we go. All right, so you take, make your way up those stairs. Yep. <laughs> or, like, up, up the stairs uh, to the east as well. Or which which set of stairs would you? Big, big ones with yes. carpet. Yes, but from there. Oh, there's more stairs. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the two sets of stairs on the landing. Okay. Which way would the uh, map indicate we should? Go? So both both stairs lead to the same place. Um. Okay. So, uh, the the audience halls, which will eventually take you back down to um. Have we gone the wrong way? <laughs> yeah, we want to get to the spirally boy. Yeah. How do we get yeah. to the spirally boy? <laughs> it's 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 a bit of a mess to really make out from from what you've translated into the map um, simply because there is a lot of overlapping um, but basically what you want to do is get into the into into the like the, the larders. Right. Like lower down, if you can. Unless you can find some other way through. Um. Is there any kind of secret Although, door? Oh, upon actually, this no. Video? There is. There is. There actually is a secret door that, um, going up these these pair of stairs would allow you to actually get around to the to the uh, tower without going getting into the ladders. Oh nice. Oh yes. yes. Then Sevia would uh, uh, using her memories of of the actual physical model 
as well as the map, would try to direct everyone to the secret door All right. and do that. So what kind of order is everyone in? Going, going up these stairs, up into Beatrice. the next floor. Beatrice is in front. Yep. Now, keeping in mind there are two stairways, if you wish to break it off into two. Beatrice doesn't want to walk in front of the statues. Okay, so you'll take the first staircase. Does she communicate to that, that to us? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. She that's part of what I said before. Yeah. She's like, mm, there are yeah, statues. All right. I don't know about statues because we've had awesome. incidents right. with them before. So Condor so will pretty much. I think oh, he'll probably put share up the, the new map. So he'll be waiting on oh, to make okay. sure the others get up safe. Oh god. Okay. All right. Uh, Sevia would be actually um up up the front near Beatrice because she's yep. helping direct everyone. Mm, yeah, and then follow them for Yeah. Sevia. Alright. Excellent. Um, 100 last. Okay, and es- no, Esmeralda... Prime last, technically. Once Contra gets his little arm. So Esmeralda and oh, Mordenkainen true. will be in the middle then. Um, like, behind Fall. And so that Conrad can in that last position. So I've moved everyone over to the second floor. Um, and this would probably this would probably be around about the time that Exley reaches the uh, the the entry entry. So I've placed your token there, Mitch, on Um, would it be possible for me to still be an owl? Yes. Or is the door shut? Um, no, the door is open. Yes. Um, then yeah, he'll still be an owl, and he'll kind of just hoot himself around. Alright. Um, and he will attempt to, being as stealthily, stealthy as he possibly can, uh, locate the others, uh, which... I believe would be just trying to smell Prime. Okay, yeah, you can. You're very quickly led to the smell of Prime, who you see at the base of the, these stairs. I stare at him briefly with my green eyes, uh, have a quick look around, make sure that there's no one around, and <clears throat> I will transform back into Exley form a welcome greeting to Prime and I will instruct him to relax as I cast Polymorph on him and turn him into a white mouse okay are there any instructions you give to the mouse or are you keeping the mouse on your person or I'm keeping the mouse on my person okay I assume he was guarding a set of stairs I will at this stage, delete his token. And so, what do you do following that? Um, well, if he... Did he seem to be guarding a set of stairs, or was he just, like, out in the open? He seemed to be guarding the stairs. Okay. I will inspect the staircase seem like it has seen any action 
Uh, roll me a... I guess this would be a survival... Uh, investigation check, I think. Seventeen. Seventeen. There, there seems to be a slight disturbance of dust that indicates recent use. Very well. By, by several figures. Okay. Um, in that case, I will attempt to stealth up the stairs, then. Alright, roll me a stealth check. Eighteen. Okay, noted. Um, he does not have Pass Without a Trace as well. Okay. Because um, that and Polymorph are both concentration. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, dim light from the courtyard falls into the great hall where the rest of the party is. Uh, through broken glass and iron latticework of a large window in the west wall, the immense room is a place of chilly, brooding darkness. Empty iron sconces dot the walls, and hundreds of dust-laden uh, cobwebs drape the hall, hiding the ceiling from view. Directly across from the window stand a set of double doors in the east wall. Farther south, a single door also leads from the east wall. Staircases at both ends of the north wall lead down, which is where you've come from. The far southern end of the hall, a large wooden throne stands atop a marble dais. The high back throne faces south away from most of the room. Is there anything you would like to do while in here? So you cautiously know- inspect stuff. Yeah. So you, yeah, you know, you know from the map that the the um. Yeah, the the double doors, um, the north leading into the the northwestern area, are basic. So, uh, if I can mark them out, this door uh, is your is oh, your yeah. um, pathway through to the secret door. Um, Makes sense. That's quite close to us. Yes. Uh, yeah. And um, yeah, it doesn't take us into the throne or anything. No. Yeah. Okay. I will um, say, whilst this is all happening, Beatrice has the hilt of the sun sword in her hand. Okay. Cool. Just quickly, does the uh, the giant broken window? Because in fantasy grounds, it looks like it's stained glass, like a mosaic yeah. style. Is it can would it have been depicting something? Um, no, it's just just a mosaic, uh, mosaic glass window. Okay, is the throne facing a window or anything, or is it just facing away from the room? Is facing away, it's facing a wall, I believe, facing the wall. So he can spin it around dramatically when Literally someone enters that. the room. That is his purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that. <laughs> My crown on and everything. It'd be and great. You are aware also that there is a uh, a secret door in the south of the room as well, having had access to the plans. Mm. South. 
Where should we head now? Would the door to the south take us where we need to go? No, it's the it's the it's the one one that you can see. I know, yeah. but it's full of treasure. <laughs> but we we wouldn't know this. Yeah, I we mean, wouldn't know. It may, it the one, it may the take one you interests. it may take you there in a roundabout fashion, but if you're trying to get to the heart as directly as possible. Time yeah. to explore later. Alright. Yeah. Um, um, I believe through these double doors will take us to a secret door where we can then get to the tower where the heart is, Sevia says in response to Conrad's question. Ah, good. Alright. Then press on. Alright. Any word from Exley? No, cannot. Uh, I do not know how he was planning on communicating with us. That door is it? Dark? Yes. Okay, yes. cool. That's where I am. So these doors open to reveal another set of double doors, ten feet ahead. Between these doors, a ten-foot-wide corridor stretches north to south. At each end of the hall, floating in the darkness, is a human skeleton clad in the rusted armor and tattered livery of Castle Guard. The secret door is behind the northern one. Oh, and there is there is a there is a secret door behind the. I think there's a secret door behind both of them. Beatrice wanders up to the one in the north. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's it's with your with your passive perception. Yeah. Um. You can tell that it's um held together with wire. And is harmless. Um. Goodness. All right. Well, onwards. Right. Onwards. All right, everyone, march on. I'll take up the rear. Yeah. All right. Oh, the um. the door south is hardly secret. It is. Uh, is that a door? Don't know if it is. But anyway. Would- yeah, that would also lead us yeah. to the treasure room, but later. Yeah. <laughs> later. <laughs> yes. All right. We're going for the tower. We're going on an adventure. Yes. So. Right, there's one last peek at the, the throne, curiously, and then we'll follow along after everyone else. Okay. Um, so up. the arched <laughs> corridor here has been swept clean. Are those beds? Oak panelling um, decorates the walls to a height of four feet. Mounted on the east wall above the wood panelling are three unlit oil lamps spaced ten feet apart. Plain wooden door is set into the west wall and light seeps through its cracks. A staircase at the north end of the west wall ascends into darkness. I'm assuming we... do we go straight ahead? So, the... What's the staircase? There is a secret door that you're aware of uh, on that north wall. And that will take you through to that top cor... Yeah. So, secret door And we very... We all... Beatrice notes the door that is up to the the west and is like... uh, Quietly and stealthily now. 
past that door. Okay. Okay, can I get everyone to roll me a stealth check? Because they... they should still have passed without a trace, so everybody gets a plus yeah. 10. Oh my god. Ooh, okay. Nat Did 20, you... baby. Nice. Disgusting. Yeah, uh, Morden also got a Nat 20. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 2, but that comes to 20 or pass without trace. Yeah. I rolled a yeah, 9, and got so that's a 21. All right. Mine ends up being about 37. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Beatrice is a stealthy bird. Yeah. So, yeah, you all, you all easily managed to pass without a trace. 30, because of the 30 if anyone's yeah. wondering, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I have no doubt that and Comrade I... <laughs> would have something disgusting. Especially considering he brought a seven. <laughs> yeah. You got a 30 on a 7. Rogues are disgusting. Like, Mordenkainen was a 32 with a nat 20. Damn. Yeah. Uh, He's got a plus 13 to stealth. Okay. Just never get to use it. Okay. He's very sneaky. Mm. Sneaky little man. Sneaky boy. Sneaky bug boy. Pocket full of bugs. <laughs> That's true. Right. So yeah, you're it's like spiders just like spilling out past him. You are now, you are now able to very clearly see like the the staircases leading up the spire that you need to reach uh, the heart. So, meanwhile, back downstairs with uh, Exley, what are you doing? Um. Well, Exley is going to attempt to uh, follow wherever he believes the party is going, but if he gets to a point where he doesn't know, he will just stop moving. Okay. Um, so you you probably reach the top of the stairs, right. and because Pass Without a Trace is up, have no idea of any sort of path ahead. All right. However, um, however, there is only these two staircases, which both lead in the same direction. Okay. Uh, he will go up one of them. Okay. Which... Quiet. The closest one. Yeah. If they're both going to the same spot. Okay. Now, did people... Did, who was the last in the door... Or each of these doors. Did you leave them open or did you close them? Open. <laughs> okay, so you basically are able to. One of his brainwave. Well, my justification of that will be his brainwave is he was potentially thinking he has to vault back to get prime. So there we go. Yeah. Okay, so you're able to follow the the trail of open doors. Yeah, you're probably able to. Do you stealth? through the area that they stealth through? Um, I... Exley is constantly stealthing. Um, okay. He's... If Exley is able to get to here, mm -hmm. is he able to see the party or no? Um, I would say by the time that you get there, they're probably starting their way up the stairs. Okay. 
but by the time you get to the end of it, you can probably see whoever happens to be taking up the rear. So Conrad um, ascend ascending the stairs as they head up to the heart. Okay. Then yeah, he'll he'll stealth past. Okay. Flee with his little mouse friend. All right. The wrong way. That is a 19 stealth to get past the um, room with no description. Okay. So I take it you're just going up until you reach the heart. I... Unless Conrad sends out a little mental thing being like, Exley's here. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Beatrice will just continue on till she finds yeah. the heart. Um, if Exley is able to see one person, mm. um, he's going to attempt to get their distract, uh, get their distraction, get their attention. Um, and he has no way to do that other than uh, by casting, uh, by holding out his hand at. Uh, Conrad's back and a ghostly hand will shoot out and <laughs> before it reaches Conrad it's going to stop and sort of hover in place before it disappears. Okay. Um, yeah, it is um, as, an, as a reminder slash note because of the effects of the domain of Ravenloft on magic, it is skeletal. Okay. This hand, there Creepy. is a skeletal hand that appears. Cool. You. Cool. So kind of freeze like um immediately um and then inspect and then look behind him, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he has drawn his dagger by that point. Okay. Uh, his rapier. Does right. he see anything? Um. Yeah, he would. He would probably see Exley. I, I would <laughs> assume at this point Exley is making no effort to hide himself from his allies. Uh, not from no. Yeah. Conrad does jump, but like in a small way. <laughs> this is kind of like oh, the start, because um, Exley does look creepy, just in general. Sorry, Exley. That's it's fair. A fact. Um, especially lurking in the darkness. And then he'll, he'll like, um, like, so he's now probably a little bit away from the group as well, and then, like, like, raise his hand up, like, a wave, or like, it's just some kind of salute. Um, <clears throat> Exley will return the favour. In his right hand, he's holding a white mouse, and his left hand, he gives, like, a weird, sort of robotic wave, and will slowly start to stealthy uh, way up the stairs to the rest okay. of the party. And Carmel, like you like the you know like we're going this way, gesture, 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 sneaky, sneaky thing. Um, and then he will um, he will uh, whisper through the connection. Um, uh, heads up, don't okay, continue on, but uh, XC is rejoining us. Good. At uh, forty-two. Yes. Um, is he right here? Or? He's making his way over, so we should this should be good. That's good, I hope. He also has a mouse for some reason. Very strange. That was quite fast. That was incredibly fast. Intriguing. 
Yes. Uh, do you see anything up ahead, Beatrice? Anything? We've been quite lucky so far. Worryingly so, so. Can Beatrice see anything ahead? Well, yeah, it, it should be noted that, um, so as you've been ascending the spiral staircase, a reddish light has been flaring overhead, um, settling um, in an almost heart-like pulse into a dull red glow. Um, as, as you reach the height of the heart, uh, you, you see the full immensity of the tower, the spiral staircase circling up to the tower's full height, uh, and 60 feet wide at its base, uh, but it becomes narrower as you climb. Um, at the pinnacle of the hollow tower, a large crystal heart pulsates with red light. Above the heart, the stairs continue upward. So is it just there on its own, like, not visibly guarded? From what you can see where you are, yes. Just floating? Suspended? How big is it? Um, so it is... I believe it is... Yeah, so it is kind of suspended on the ceiling. And it is... How big is it? It is... So it is a ten-foot diameter red crystal heart that floats... floats near the top of the tower. Um... Cool, 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 cool. Wow. Creepy. Interesting. Well. My word. So it really is just a heart. Yes, I was expecting it to be more, more metaphorical. It seems to appears to be literally, well, literal. Hmm. Odd. That's. Hmm. I don't get why it, it must be guarded by some kind of magical and yes. protections. Maybe the um, um, like Sevia's um alarm spell or something. Um, Quite possible. If there's a chance for us to spare ten minutes, I can detect if there's any magic kind of guarding around it. Beatrice, do you think we have time? I think it's probably best that we take that time. And whilst Sevier is preparing that, Beatrice is also looking around the room for any traps or physical things like that. Cool. All right. We'll wait at the rear to see if actually approaches. So you're stepping into the actual level with the, the Heart of Sorrow? Yes. Yes. So or just outside it. Just outside of it. Uh, it's, it's hard to tell from outside of it, um, so just below it, whether there are any traps. Um, but you are welcome to take a closer inspection of the room. Sevia would have to go into the room to get within 30 feet of the heart, wouldn't she? Um, not necessarily, no. You could maybe just... Wait, it's hard to can... judge from where you are. Sevia you... can at least detect if there's anything on the door. Yeah. 
Beatrice won't walk through the door until Sophia is ready. Well, there's there's okay. no door. You're just going well, uh, doorway. Up. Yeah. Like the yeah. The, the, the threshold. To the actual yeah. Threshold, threshold between That's levels. The threshold between. Well, Sophia will take the ten minutes, which. I know part of the thing with telepathic bond is that you have to like have the intent to communicate, but I for the flavor, everyone would be able to hear what runs through Sibia's mind when she's casting a ritual spell. So they would be here. It's like this weird, it, you know, like the math meme lady where it's just like all these equations and stuff, but instead of looking confused, it's like, Sevia is just processing it so quickly that it just zooms by really fast and that's just but it's that but it's runes and it's like sigils and connections in her head and it's just numbing by really really fast in kind of these blue streaks that like it sounds like that visual I guess and she's just doing that the whole time is like the woman in the meme. <laughs> <laughs> As she spends 10 minutes doing this, completely unaware that she's doing the mental equivalent of speaking out loud. Uh, and then... Yeah, there's, there's a lot of magic. Um, it's hard to tell from this distance what it is, but there, it's a mix of uh, abjuration, necromancy... Um, a little bit of transmutation. Yeah. Is there anything on the door that would like, there's, magically there's no set door. off if we walked in? Uh, the there's nothing on the, the threshold. threshold. Nothing on okay. the threshold. Then Sibio walks in. Like she doesn't even, uh, she just walks in to get closer to the heart to see okay. if she can try and pinpoint Beatrice more of what's happening. Dicks to Sibio. Okay, so can everyone indicate where they are on the uh, map? So which map I, are we on? I, that's something I should share this map. Um, and I'll put all the tokens. That's straight up a heart. <clears throat> mm. Ooh, I gotta yeah. zoom out. I gotta zoom out. Where is it? Oh. <laughs> Okay. I was picturing a love heart. <laughs> Why would you it's picture like an a anatomical love heart? Because it's an anatomical heart. Well, I thought it might be anatomical, okay. but then I was like, nah, it'd be cute. So the stairs that Morden Canaan is are on um are the ones ascending up to the heart. Right. Um, so if everyone can position uh, themselves where they'd be as the first one of you um, reaches uh, the threshold to this level of the tower, um, I might get you all to roll initiative as the tower starts to shake and shift. Okay. Um, 20. Natural? No, dirty 20. Nice. Okay. Um, Darby, I'm going to allow you to uh, control where Sevia goes because she would have gotten as close to the heart as she okay. possibly could uh, before so everything. Probably there. Uh, Paul and Conrad. Right I think we're still. 
All right. Yeah, so I'm still looking at that side. I got a twenty-four. Twenty-four. So what was what was the total for Beatrice's oh. natural twenty? Huh? No, no, no. Who no. was the natural twenty? No, no. No. Oh, dirty oh, twenty. Oh, actually, Laura. It? Oh. Okay. Honestly, natural 20. Yeah. I got okay. a dirty 20. Yeah. So um, what's the total there? Is that 25? 25. All right. Um, Was it a dirty 20 for Beatrice? Dirty 20. Okay. Sevia also has a dirty 20. All right. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Exley also has a dirty 20. <laughs> <laughs> there was a scrambling. <laughs> Everyone's just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, but we're all fast. That sure is a real fast. And can you so roll for uh, the prime as well? Oh, yeah, sure. Also, I just want to say, um, bless be to my Conrad dice, because it's the highest roll they've ever given me. Hey, of course. They're perfect. Yeah. Top um, quality. You had dexterity modifier for initiative, don't you? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so that is a 10 minus 2. Prime is not ready for this. It's a slow Prime. Prime is a mouse. Prime is small. Yes. Oh my god, now I gotta think of what to do. Fuck shit. Sir, the. Sorry, what. What was Prime's again? Uh, eight. 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 Alright, so, um, uh, can Prime groan as a mouse? <laughs> let's, let's... We'll find out when we get to his turn, surely. <laughs> Such a Darby Devil. <laughs> um, there no, are a lot of things Darby here. voicing that. So there are oh. also a whole lot of these uh, floating halberds. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, ooh, okay. So, when... Yeah. Uh... So, if you're on the stairs, if you have a reach of at least uh, 10 feet, you can actually attack the heart with a melee attack, otherwise it's ranged. But there are also the halberds to contend with as well. Um, so, initiative was won by Conrad. What would you like to do? Uh, so if initiative, uh, we get advantage? Yes. Um, like so, on a nat 20? Yes, on a nat 20, you have advantage on your first 
section that you choose to do. A little house um, rule of ours. I don't think it's come up often, if at all, in this campaign yet. No. Um, so he's on the stairs, um, so he'll call out. Um, are we attacking this thing then, or waiting? Sevia, magic, safe? Uh, I, I, there's no traps, are there? Uh, no. On the heart? No. Uh, no traps. I believe we can just take it out. Okay. Good. All right, then. All right. So, Conrad, you have advantage on your first uh, action. Uh, yes, and I can't physically reach anything near me. Um, so he's instead going to kind of, like, shudder. And, um, again, his eyes are going to, like, uh, again, that kind of, like, amber thing is going to, like, one little tear is going to drop down. And then... Um, uh, the sort of like green energy is going to come from his hand and try and hit the heart, I suppose. It's Ray of Sickness. Alright. Um, uh, so it's to hit, you said it's roll with advantage because it's yep. um, I've met 20 initiative. Um, so that's uh, 19 to hit. 19. It does hit the heart. But it appears, yeah. unfortunately, to have no effect, as it is immune to poison damage. All right. Although, cool. <laughs> uh, what are the what are the other effects that it has? Make a Constitution poison. It is also yeah immune to poison. But you know that now. I know that my one ranged attack can't do anything. Yes. Um, although, what would be interesting is. Even though like, oh, magic, strange, and that's what he does. All right, yeah. Okay, next is four. Okay, um, so the animated halberds have appeared. There's like quite a number of them around the edges of the room. Yes. Um, what is a halberd actually? Is it like a armor, animated armor kind of? Thing? Uh, no. So a. It's a... It's a, visuals. Oh, it's like a just a single weapon. Yeah, it's, it's a weapon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's, it's a pole that's arm. That's really weird. Pole arm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pole cool. Arm, like a big sort of axe head looking thing on that. Kind yeah. Of. That is really weird. I, the visuals of just punching this is very odd, but I guess that's what Fall's going to do. Okay. Um. So Fall is going to go to um, Habits Three. Yeah and try to hit it out of the door. <laughs> All right. Um, with their staff of striking. Yeah, roll to hit. And, um, oh God, I rolled a nat one. That's a 12 to that, hit. It's a nat one on the melee attack auto miss. Uh, um, yeah. Um, I'm going to flurry of blows it. Okay. Um, so my bonus action on strike. You still get a second attack with your main action. Oh, yeah, I do too. Um, oh, well, bonus action. I got a 19 to hit. Yep, that one will hit. Um, so that's two of your attacks so far. Yeah, still have, so You still have... That's uh, five damage for my five bonus damage. action. Um, and now my second attack is a dirty 20 to hit. That'll hit. Excellent. And that is 12 damage. Alright. That it that it falls to the ground inert. Fantastic. Um 
can I then... Can I then use my last bonus action to go and punch the Ardle yeah. Hubbard 5? Yeah. Okay. Sweet! So then I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, dart over to that and uh, roundhouse kick it. Alright, roll to hit. And that is a 14 to hit. That misses, unfortunately. Yeah, and then I just kind of just, yeah. Alright. Just miss it. Excellent. Yeah. And then I will duck away uh, as- 10 feet. Okay. Disengaging over here. Alright. Esmeralda is going to. Uh, is going to go 30 feet down the stairs and she's going to uh, just do a crossbow, I believe she has somewhere. Um, if I actually bring up her sheet rather than going off that, that might help. Um, does she not? How does she not have? She doesn't have a crossbow. Huh. Alright, well, she's just going to stick with Magic Missile. Um, okay, she's just going to do a first level while gauging things out. Uh, so that is... Uh, six damage she does to the heart. Um, Alright, next is Exley. Okay. Exley is going to make his way up the stairs as much as he can. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming these squares are five feet. Yeah. Right. I believe so. Let's see. These are big boy stairs. Yeah. I think we can assume five feet. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, these stairs are fucking monstrous. Yeah. You know, if we just want to chug along. Yeah. That'll work. All right, so I get about halfway up the stairs. Um, yeah. Am I able to throw something as a bonus action? Uh, Is that an not action? as a bonus action. That's more of an action. That's a shame. These... I don't know why, but these are actually undersized. So things are supposed to be much bigger. Okay. Um, so we'll just we'll just kind of rough... We'll use it as a rough reference rather than going square by square because this is, by the looks of things, how many... One, one square on here is 10 feet, compared to, which is about uh, 5-ish across. Yeah, so so these are these squares are actually too small. They should it's smaller than it should be. So yeah, yeah. But would I have roughly got to about there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to toss Prime up the stairs, but if that's an action, it's probably not going to do that. Yeah, no. 
Um, ah, look, let's give it a go. Um, can I throw and then issue a command? Uh, yeah, because I believe the command is a bonus action, cool. isn't it? Okay. Uh, I believe the command is just... I don't know if it is an action. I think it's just something that happens. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I will throw the mouse. Yeah. Um, hopefully it lands up on the platform. Yeah. Um, as it is in the air, I would like to stop concentrating on the spell. <laughs> um... So everyone sees as this mouse turns into the monstrosity that is Prime. It's also right next to Fall, who like visibly startled. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I will issue the command of um, Prime. Destroy the halberds. All right. All right. Um. Beatrice, you're going. Um, Beatrice is going to put the hilt away and pull out her longbow. Okay. And she's going to aim for the heart. All right. Roll to hit twice. Uh, so the first one is a dirty 20. Dirty 20 will hit. The second is 21. That will also hit. So you unfortunately don't get sneak attack because um, you don't have an ally within five feet of it. There's my D8, there it is. So the first one does eight damage. Eight damage. And the second one, ooh, uh, does 11 damage. All right. Um, it's already starting to crack um, and looking looking pretty, pretty iffy. Um, but it is the turn of the halberds. Um, what, did they also roll 20s? Yeah. Um, so... Well, they're going around, apparently. Do they have a higher dex than Sevia? Uh, they have a 15. So this... Actually, that's the same. So Sevia probably technically should go first. I was just about to say, if Sevia's less as, dexterous as... than a sword... <laughs> she's going to be yeah. very Okay, so what what is what is CV gonna do? Okay, first I have a question, as I often begin rounds with: <laughs> Can she tell that the heart of sorrow is itself a magical object, or does it appear to be an object that has had a spell cast upon it, it, is, it to is, become the heart of sorrow? It is. There is an emanation of magic from it, as if it it itself is a magical. You cannot object. tell not- from dispel magic. Uh, from, uh, from detect, detect magic. magic, you can you can tell that there is a lot of magic surrounding this heart. But the thing is, I really you <laughs> do not know with... whether it is inherent to the heart or not. That is not within the <laughs> bounds of detect magic. I wasn't thinking with detect magic. Just if Sevia would, 
You wouldn't by know. looking at it. No. <laughs> well, That's not something well, you can generally tell by looking at a thing. Well, then I don't have ten minutes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know what? I feel like this is going to do less than nothing. However, I do think it would be funny. I would like to cast a spell magic on the Heart of Sorrow. Okay. Yeah, it, it, nothing happens. Okay, Sevia does all these very cool hand motions. The little magic, like, hacker code goes through everyone's brains again, and then nothing occurs. And she's mm. like, Should've seen that one coming. <laughs> Alright, so now, now the halberds. Um... Uh, each of them get one attack. Uh, so, this one, uh, so one's going to go towards uh, Conry, an attack. Uh, does a 19 hit? I believe it does. It does. Yes. Um, so that one is uh, eight points of slashing damage. Huh? Um, Another one, so another one tries to guard against it, but yeah. the force is too it's, it's too it's yeah. too long. Next it. next one's gonna go against Exley. That is that's only an eight to hit. Um uh, no, but it does take my halo of spores damage as well. Okay, and that damage is Do you have the Halo of Spores up? Uh Halo of Spores is always active. Ah I can use um symbiotic entity to increase the damage okay the so roll, roll your standard damage for that then uh, oh uh, it needs to make a con saving throw though okay it is four necrotic damage if it fails okay um con save it fails okay um well, you four damage four damage okay, okay. Uh, one is going to attack uh, Prime. Uh, Actually, what is Prime's AC? It does hit. Prime does not have a great AC. He does not. And that hits for two points (laughs) of of slashing. Uh, Another uh, Three of them are going to go for here. Are going to go for four. Okay. So that's a nat twenty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that is thirteen points of damage. Ooh. Uh, the next one is a natural nineteen and that is isn't... ten points of damage. Okay. Um. The next third one is 16. Does that hit? That does not hit. Does not hit. Okay. Uh, Gonna have two go for Sevia here. Uh, That's a natural 19. So that is eight points of damage. Mm hmm. And the other one is a natural one. Um, hey! 
<laughs> and then there's one last one that's gonna go for uh, Beatrice, which is not gonna hit. Natural four. Okay. <laughs> Beatrice uh, just sidesteps. Next is Mordenkainen, who is going to. He's he's just gonna do. Just gonna do a firebolt for now. Um, that is cocked. That is. What is the AC of the Heart of Sorrow? I, so I will have to double check his. Uh, yeah, no, no, he. he def Oh, yeah, with that intelligence, he. Yeah, he definitely hits. So that is 4d10. Because he is a high level mage. Um, he did not roll particularly well on damage, though. So 18 points of damage. Um, okay. Um, Prime. Alright. Prime is going to attack the closest Hellbird, which is probably the one that attacked him. Yes. Uh, so he's going to turn around, still mildly disoriented from being incredibly small. Yep. Um, and he's just going to swing out at it. Alright. Roll for hit. I don't have any dice for Prime. Oh no! Uh, just an 8 hit? Uh, no. Alright. I'm right. assuming he only gets one attack. Yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, that is Prime's turn. Alright. Um, next is the heart's turn, um, which the heart itself doesn't do anything, but I am going to need Conrad, Mordenkainen, Exley, Esmeralda, uh, Beatrice, uh, I think, I think everyone except for Fall, I think, actually needs to make a dexterity saving throw for me, please. Thirteen. Thirteen, okay. Ten. Ten, okay. Oh, wait, no. Oh, just saving throw. Saving throw. Yeah. Oh, Eleven. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Dexter, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that was thirteen or less. Okay. Uh, twenty-one. Nice. Uh, Exley? Uh, Exley is a twelve. 12, okay. Uh, and for Prime? Prime is a 16. Okay. Um, so. Oh. oh. Um, I think Sevier rolled the lowest at that, at an 11, which was enough. There's one person who rolled below the DC, which was Esmeralda. Really? Yeah, I rolled a natural four for uh, a natural three for her, and her dex is plus four. So, oh, as no. the tower shakes, Esmeralda uh, is thrown into the center of the spire, um, no. falling, um, falling about two hundred and. 50 feet 
hard. Get away from the edge. Um. So what's so that is twenty five d six. Um. There's no way any of us could have done anything. Uh, no. Actually, was right next to her. Oh. Okay. Um. Hmm. Okay, I need. What is this result? Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So she. Uh, I'm gonna turn her visibility off because none of you can see down that far. All right. Um. Next is Conrad. There is a uh, halberd in between you and the uh, the heart. Now, interesting thing, you you are able to work this out. Um, when you saw Sevia cast her flame spell on the dagger, <laughs> there what there the 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 it flame jump. jumped. There yes. is similar distance between this halberd and the hearth, as much as it might not look like it because the, the scaling on this map is off. There is similar distance between the halberd and the hearth as there was between Seabear and Forbes. Okay. Codrade's little mind palace registers this, um, and then he he tries again to like feel that feel, uh, to try like feel that feeling that he felt when Sevier cast that spell, um, the sound of it. Um, and he again kind of like uh, shudders a bit um, and like one, like again another like uh, little amity runs down his face um, as he goes to attack, I guess, the halberd um, with his rapier. Also using green, green, green flame blade. Great for a starter. All right. Um, so that's um, so 14 plus 12. So a 20, uh, 26 to hit. Yep, that, like, that hits the halberd. Cool. Um, and so that is a D8 plus 8 plus green flame blade, I believe. So yeah. D8 plus 8 was going to be that D8. D&D Beyond, great, level two. Uh, so 10 damage, and then I'll roll the D8 for this one. So Green Flame Blade, D8, a three. Um, so 13 damage altogether to the Halberd. Okay. And then it should jump across to the heart then. I believe it's a D8 plus two when it jumps across. Yes, I believe so. Um, so it's a four, so six damage. Okay. Um, um, you can see the heart's still holding on, but it is it is crumbling. Pieces are falling off of it. Excellent. Um, um, Conrad registers that, and then um, he... Because that was my action. Um, I would technically allow you to... It might be bending the rules as written, but I would technically allow you to, like throw a dagger at it as an offhand attack if you wanted to. Like as like a bonus action? Yeah, as a, as a okay. bonus action attack. 
Um, alright, he contemplates moving away and then kind of just like shores his footing. Alright, I'll give her a try. Um, and then like grabs a dagger from like in his boot and throws it at the, or attempts to throw it at the heart, I guess. We'll see. Um, dagger is plus nine, so that's, um, so a 17 to hit. That'll hit. Cool, awesome. So it's a D4 plus five. It so... is not plus the five because oh, it's an offhand. Because it's an offhand, oh, you don't get. Yeah. Do you know how much damage that does then? Is it one? One damage, yes. You know how many hit points it had left? Really? One. What? Yes. What? <laughs> oh. So you throw this dagger at the heart and it shatters. And um, as it does so, the the tower stabilizes. Oh. I imagine the halberds are still there. Though. Yes, the halberds are yes. still an issue. Okay. Well, that one fell just as well as Esmeralda did, I suppose. Um, keep your footing, everyone. <laughs> he looks like he regrets what he said <laughs> briefly. Beatrice makes a strangled noise at that. Just like... <laughs> Alright. Paul, uh, it is your go. Okay. Um, Paul will just take a moment to be just very shocked at all that has happened then. Um, yeah, and I guess since... Yeah, that danger isn't there anymore. Um... I guess Paul's just going to go to the halberds that are surrounding them and um, do another flurry of blows. Right. So I'll attack um, halberd two first. Um, yeah. Yeah, sorry, just going to try to swing with my quarter staff. Oh, right. that's a nat 20. Nice. <laughs> that's a 31 to hit. All right, so <laughs> roll me damage. Okay, um... Don't forget uh, our crit rolls, maximum plus roll. Yeah, so uh, this is always really annoying to do on D&D Beyond. Are you Um, capable of doing less than 17 damage? I've already done 16 damage, so I think I got it. Yeah, so (laughs) that, the one one hit is enough to take this one down. Fantastic. Um, It just snaps in two with one great strike. And then Full will just turn to the next and once again try to repeat that manoeuvre. That's a 23 to hit. 23 will hit. And that is um, a 15 damage. All right. And it's still standing, but it's really shaky. Like, Excellent. It seems to be faltering with its magic. Then he's going to try to do like a chop down with the hand yeah. to try to snap it. Um, that is a 12 to hit. <laughs> that misses, unfortunately. And then once again, we'll try to do the same with the other hand. I guess he swaps his hands with his bow staff. Hmm. Anyway, um, that's a 22 to hit. That'll hit. And um, that is... You're not capable of rolling less than two damage. So yeah, it, that was eight damage. Down. Excellent, so that's another one snapped down, and then, um, yeah, then disengage, and then back over to, uh, All right. Sepia. Yep. Okay. Um, Esmeralda. All right. Exley, 
Oh boy. Um. <clears throat> well. Um. As everything is happening very quickly. Um. Exley is going to uh, spin around and attempt to whip out a, a thick vine from underneath one of his sleeves, which stretches out, and he goes to attack the heart, but then seeing that it is shattered, um, changes direction and uh, hits the halberd in front of it. Okay. So he's going to hit whip out a, a thorn whip at it. Yeah. Uh, which is a 17 to hit. That just hits. Oh wait, no, that's, that's, it, it still hits. It's just not a just hit. Okay. It has a lower AC than that. Oh yes, four damage. Four. Alright. Alright. Um, next is Beatrice. Uh, Beatrice sword back out and uh, as she calls it out the hilt uh, radiates yeah. light and a, a beam of light comes out and it becomes a full sword and so she slashes at the halberd that attacked her yeah Twenty-three to hit. That'll hit. Um, and that hits. Twelve damage. All right. You have a second attack. She's gonna slash at it again. All right. To hit. That'll hit. Seven damage. All right, that one is done for. All right, and that is your turn. All right, uh, Sevia. Okay. Uh. Sevier immediately started crying when Esmeralda fell. Now I know we've uh, we've just said that uh, the squares on the map aren't quite accurate. Hmm. How many halberds are in, let's say, a twenty-foot radius sphere? Um, I would say with. Honest. Would it potentially be all of them except the one near Conrad? I, I would say that's probably feasible. Right. Uh, and oh, how many? How many of us are here? There's one, two, three, four of us, and spell sculpt is yep. one plus the spells level. There are five so. of you. In, in oh, that excellent. radius. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So then, at a fourth level, out of pure emotion, see mm-hmm. like she sees the heart shatter at the same time as Morelda falls down, and she starts crying, and she just turns around and 
just... I don't know, there's this aura of anger coming from her as she casts a fourth level fireball. Alright. And sculpts it around everyone. Alright, so what is the save DC? Uh, I believe it's a dexterity, and I believe at this point the save is an 18. Yeah, all of them fail. Yay! So roll me damage. It's 9d6. <laughs> Listen to that. <laughs> Hold on, I, I re-roll that one. Yeah, and all ones I get to treat as twos. Yeah. Um. So that is two, four, six, eight, ten, uh, sixteen. 20, 25, 28 points of damage. Okay, they're, they're all incinerated. So there is Yay. one left that is already in and of itself really shaky. And um, although it gets to, it, it has its turn quickly first. Um, and he's going to try to attack Conrad. Uh, I don't think that actually hits, though. Um, that is... That is only a 14 to hit, so misses. Hit, um, yes. Can I just dodge? Morten is going to... Tr- uh... What, what is Morten Kainan's to hit? Um, where, where is, where is, but, oh, yeah, he handily hits, and it had four hit points left, so, he, he would get that with all ones. Uh, Legend. All right. So, um, yeah, with that, we're out of initiative. Beatrice is going to walk over to Fall and cast Cure Wounds at second level. Nice. And Fall kind of jump a bit and be like, oh, 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 healing, thank you. Taps Fall on the back. And Fall gets... Ooh, nice. Sixteen points of the... Thank you. Excellent. Mm. Exley is going to, as soon as there's no more danger to the rest of the group, he's going to jump off the edge um, and attempt to get as close to Esmeralda as possible before turning into an an owl. Okay. Uh, Oh, oh, okay. Um, Hmm. Okay, so there's a lot there. A lot there. Oh. So, um, so order of operations. You're jumping before turning into an owl. Uh, he was. Yeah, he was going to attempt to. Okay. And then you're going to try and polymorph mid-flight. Uh, yes. Mid-fall. <laughs> yes, he okay. has done this several times before. Mm, he has. He has. Most mostly as a matter of flavor. Um. Oh, well, if he's not, like, proficient with it, then... 
Like, roll me, roll me a dexterity check to, to time this right. If okay. you crush Esmeralda, I will never forgive you. <laughs> I mean, she did fall from a great height. I He's also proficient with that as well. Very proficient in that. Okay, we're good. Uh, maybe. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Okay, yeah, you managed to, about halfway down the tower, turn into um, the owl and finish your descent. Um, um, and so that, that would be one round. Alright, so... Okay, um, and then coming back to the next, Exley's next turn, what are you going to do? Like, um, I want to dispel my wild shape as a bonus action and yeah. use my action to cast Cure Wounds. All right. Uh, roll to heal. Uh, that's a eight healing. Eight. Okay. You basically got there just in time. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, and there's... <gasps> oh, back oh, that hurt. <laughs> and she looks at, like, the shattered pieces of red gem all on the ground and says... We take it, we destroyed it, then. That we did. All right. So, what's the plan now? Wait around and ambush the bastard? Oh, we, we can't, we can't answer. We can't answer. Yeah, no, We're Exley, 200 feet up the air. Exley doesn't know. <laughs> sure. Um... I believe our main priority would be to rejoin with the rest of the group. Fair point. All right. Let's head on up. And that is where we're going to leave it for this week. Oh, she is so cool. It's incredible. incredible. I thought she was oh going to be pieces. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, she right. Yeah. If it weren't for the fact Darby rolled that first death save, I was yeah, like, no, Esmeralda's yes. perma-dead. She's perma-dead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was the death save in combat. There was the I one immediately know. after. Those were both failures. Then oh. I made the death save once Mitch got down there, and that was going to basically determine whether or not he was going to save her. And I, and I rolled Lucky. a 14. Oh, that's so lucky. Man. Well, see you all next week, everyone. See you next week. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.